Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. Episode 42 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is July 7th, 2021. Let's bring in my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, how's it going? It's going pretty good, man. Uh, enjoying a nice little hump day. You know, it's really hot outside. So just uh, making that uh, stretch run now till the, uh, till the weekend. You know, nice little four-day week for a lot of us people who are Still working during the summer, unlike my man, say, hey, Doug, taking, <laughs> taking that well-deserved time off. But wait, so episode 42, man, so this is dedicated to Jackie Robinson, straight up. The, gr- the great Jackie Robinson, this one's for yeah. you. Although you were a Dodger, uh, you changed you changed the game of baseball. So uh, this You one's changed you, sports, my man. Yeah, it's true, sports. So, uh, well, Rob, let's jump right into it, because um, so I'm going to let people in on uh what's going on with me so i will be out uh off the grid as they say uh this friday through basically next friday maybe even saturday i will be uh out of state on vacation so i won't be doing much anything baseball related regarding the say hey podcast or giants chatter Mm -hmm. so this is kind of my little last public hurrah so i figured we let's record um before i'm gone and um, we'll probably get this thing out tomorrow. So what I wanted to do was uh, before the season started, uh, us Giants Chatter admin uh, did a live and we made it actually our Say Hey podcast uh, season preview. We just used the same audio. Um, and we did our preseason predictions for the upcoming baseball season. Um, so obviously that was back in late March that was when the majority of us were thinking, hey, the Giants are probably a third-place team in this National League West. Um, you know, so we were cautiously optimistic that the Giants could be, you know, a 500-ish team. Fast forward all the way. It's now July 7th. There's, uh, you know, they have tomorrow off. So today and then the weekend series against the Nationals, they have four games remaining. They have lost the first two of this Cardinal series. Hopefully they can salvage tonight. But the Giants are 53 and 32. They're 21 games over 500 and uh, are in first place in the National League West. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go over what our preseason predictions were uh, almost three and a half months ago. And uh, we're going to either say, hey, we're riding it. We believe that's what's going to happen. Or we're going to kind of reassess. So um, we are going to go over the National League West predictions. Uh, We each had an over-under that we shared with the other admin in the group, um, and we'll kind of visit that as well. Then we're going to revisit our Cy Young predictions, our MVP predictions, our division winners, and then our World Series matchup and champions. So this shouldn't take too long, even though I always say that and we end up going over. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're hoping this uh, we can get this done in like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. So that is the plan so wish us luck wish us luck so rob are you ready let's kind of get into it see how we're looking at this point let's roll all right so i'll start my and again these are obviously the season still you know just barely over halfway done so we have probably about 75 uh, to 78 games remaining so here were my nos predictions for 2021 back in march i had the dodgers going 
102 and 60, which is still very possible. Uh, I had the Padres going 94 and 68. I had the Giants going 80 and 82. Oh, boy. I had the D-backs going 77 and 85. Oh, boy. And then I had the Rockies going 68 and 94. So, um, a couple of these, I'm already like, these are not happening. And one of them, thankfully, is the Giants. Uh, I, You know, they are 53 and 32 right now. So, to go my predicted 80 and 82, they would have to go 27 and 45. The rest, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, 27. No, 27 and 50 the rest of the way. If they do that, um, I want a trophy in my name because that is the biggest miraculous uh, downfall of a comeback ever. Uh, <laughs> so That's quite the landslide right there. For our- I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take records out of it. Um, I still, unfortunately, do like the Dodgers winning the West. Um, but I will flip second and third. I've been pretty vocal that I think the Giants will finish ahead of the Padres or stay ahead of them. They are a three-and-a-half-game three lead over the Padres right now. I think they keep that and stay ahead. Um, and then, obviously, the Padres third, Rockies fourth, and the D-backs are, I believe, the worst team in baseball. So yes. they are awful. They're 24-63. and 63. Um, Anybody even remotely close to that record? The Orioles I- are 28-57. and 57. Like, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think uh, Arizona's got a, you know, worse in the league, locked up pretty strong here, coming home because they're gonna, and so will the Orioles, but they're both gonna just get rid of everybody that they have and just that looks like a team who has just no interest in playing baseball right now. I mean, that <laughs> I mean, Tori Lavello, man, like I don't know how he still has a job, but man, that is one uh. That's a disaster. I've never seen anything quite like that. That's, that's a bad, bad baseball team. Yeah, I got to see them twice this year at Oracle, and both times um, just ugly baseball on their end. So, um, yeah, I'm going Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Rockies, D-backs uh, is my reassessment. So, Rob, what were your NL West predictions before the season? Yeah, with the losses, see, I don't remember what I predicted with the losses. I remember I, I, remember I, did, I did the wins. I, remember I, I announced the wins. I had the Dodgers winning like – a hundred six games coming so up first. Six and fifty six. Yes, you know, we can put that together first. if you have the wins. So yeah, and and yeah, and, and I I believe I had the same as you with the Padres ninety four and sixty eight. I believe okay. we were identical on that. Okay. And I and <laughs> I had the Giants going uh, eighty one and eighty one. I had them going, going not much better than I did. No, well, one game. So I'm a you know put that feather in my cap and say I was more optimistic than you. So. <laughs> And then with Arizona, I think I had them winning like seventy-two games. Like it wasn't, it wasn't much higher than, than the Rockies because I was sold on the Rockies winning sixty-nine coming to last. Nice, but you know, and that's you know, it's funny because that that's my biggest regret right now. It's not that I had the Padres ahead of the Giants. No, it's that I had the Arizona Diamondbacks ahead of the Colorado Rockies, and I knew, and I knew that team was going to be horrible this year. But I think at the time, I think when we did that, the Rockies had – oh, no, they, they hadn't fired their GM yet. They fired their GM a week later. Yeah, like, it was right like a was, week in the season. Oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, man. Like, I I was like, man, maybe, maybe I, I, I made the right move. Maybe the Rockies are going to try and lose on purpose. Oh, hell no, man. They are actually, they're actually competing and trying. It was <laughs> – yeah, I had we had it all wrong, man. It was Arizona who's going to take the biggest dump, but <laughs> – you know, I'm 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 kind of with you. I, the Dodgers, I'm sorry. Like they're they're better than the Giants. They just are, and they're they got some stuff going on right now. You know, we all know about Trevor Bauer and everything, but they're gonna win the West. You know, uh, you know, unless something crazy happens. You know, unless they, another pitcher goes down with an arm injury or something. Yeah, or yeah, stay tuned on that. But. You know, they already had a stretch this year where they lost 15 out of 20. Like, they, they've yeah. already been, been through a very tough skid. And that's the scary part is that they are where they are. It's kind of it's like, well, it's not ne- nearly as bad as, you know, the, a team like the A's starting 1-8 and eight or 1-9 and nine or whatever they started. So yeah. those are some significantly bad skids right there. And the Dodgers already went through one. I don't see that happening again. They're just too good. But – I do. I'm with you on this one, man. I think the 
the Giants are going to outlast the Padres. I really do. Um, I look at the, the Padres team, a lot of uh, injuries, you know, with that starting rotation with Paddock and Lamed and Snell's yeah. been in and out and, and a, and, a big and thing to look at performing and underperforming, of course. And, but the guy who is overperforming is Mark Melanson saving every game. I mean, that he has been on fire and I don't, I don't think that that's sustainable, you know, for, you know, he's having a renaissance here, but I don't see him closing every game successfully like he has here in the first half or damn near. I, I think he's perfect right now. But, I think he's actually, I think he was for a long time. Actually, I think he, I think he converted like his first 16 or 17 saves. And then he's actually, uh, he has blown a couple. I think he's like 22 for 24 or something like that. But okay, okay. still really solid first half. I mean, who, who who saw that coming? Like that was, I think, I think me and Brooks t- talked about it. What, but the Padres was that the thing that we didn't like with them was the fact that Melanson was closing. And yeah, yeah. he's been good. And Drew Pomerantz has been good. You know, got Tim Hills down there. You know, I think he leads the league in appearances right now. He's, he's doing well. But they don't play. They don't play very good defense. You know, they kick the ball around a lot. Tatis, I mean, spoiler, he might win NL MVP this year. You know, just because. You know, of the home runs, the average, everything. But he he hurts that team on the defensive end. So leading the league in errors. Leading the league in errors, and I'm gonna. So I'm gonna give the Giants the edge on that because they have been surprisingly very good defensively if you take away the last last week or so where they've had some bad some miscues in Arizona but and against the Dodgers but I think Farhan makes the right moves and they they outlast uh the Padres in the NL West race so I'm gonna go yeah Dodgers Giants Padres Rockies D-backs and yeah so not a little different than when we started the year but you know things change yeah, and for the good thus far. I mean, the Giants are yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Many, uh, many predictions. So, so let's move on to our next one, which was our over under. Uh, you have that up and ready, Rob? Yes. Because I, I'll, I'll go first. So my over and under I presented to the group back then on the live in the preseason prediction show was saves by a giant closer, and this one's actually kind of interesting to me. I'm kind of glad I picked it. So I had twenty and a half. Um, and I picked the under because I thought that this was going to be a true committee, um, you know, uh, save, like save by committee. I thought they'd have multiple guys and, and they have for the most part, but, um, it started off being Jake McGee early. Then Gabe Kapler kind of switched it over to Tyler Rogers for like the month of May. And then now in the last month or so, it's been back to Jake McGee and, yes. um, through 35 appearances, Jake McGee has 16 saves. So he's not far off from there. He would need five to hit the over on that. The only thing is that a lot of us that are uh, looking towards the trade deadline are looking for the Giants to go out and bring a solidified closer. Um, so, you know, this one is still kind of up in the air. Now, if they if they don't bring in – a closer, I absolutely think Jake McGee will will get to 21 saves, which I'm totally fine with. Um, but, you know, we'll have to just play that by ear and see it, how it goes. So um, what was your over-under? My over-under was, well, the Giants, or I think it was half, of uh, pitchers, pitchers on the team with a ER, or starting pitchers with an ERA under 3.18, I believe it was. Oh, Yes. Yeah, that yeah, that's what it was. It was over under. Yeah, it was one guy. I mean, we we as we talked about when the season started, we were not confident in this Giants starting pitching. That was their weakness. We said it coming into the season. So you said a half. So like one guy yeah, would be over, right? One okay. guy. Just yeah. clarifying. Yeah, and I <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said under because I didn't I didn't think anybody on the team was going to be that that good. Yeah, but yeah. you know, here we are. The Giants have uh, two pitchers. <laughs> that are under that right now, and Anthony Discofani at 2.84, and Kevin freaking Gosman, who is at 1.74 right now. So, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I especially, I think we we're optimistic with uh, Gosman after last year, but Discofani, you know, I think he's yeah, he's almost a bigger story than Gosman to me. I mean, Gosman's kicking, you know, kicking ass, but 
Descafani had all the really he, good. he had every question mark there was coming into yeah. the year. So, yeah. you know, I I feel pretty good about that unless uh, some some implosions, you, you know, come Gosman's way in the second half. Like this Descafani, I'm not sure yet, but you know, it, yeah, if you take away his that ten run. Uh, you know, blow up make, against the Dodgers. Yeah, I make mean, it he's, th- make he's, it three runs. I mean, yeah, yeah. Instead of that, and like his ERA right now is probably sitting at like two point four. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's in the low low twos for sure. I'm yeah. I'm not a math major, but yeah. So I will hundred percent say I was wrong about that one, and glad to be wrong. Yeah, some things we're glad to be wrong about, and and already out of the gate, we're glad the Giants have more wins than we were expecting, and um, also, you know, the starting pitching has been better than we expected. So, um, speaking of pitching, we're going to move into our next prediction, which was our Cy Young. So, we'll cover the National League and the American League, and we'll first start with the American League. Um, I had Oakland A's pitcher Chris Bassett as my um, AL Cy Young guy, and I'm trying to – I have his numbers up here, but my screen is small. Let's see. We have – he's been fairly healthy, 111 innings in 18 starts. So that's that's good. Um, He has an ERA of 3.41, and I know he got a little bit blown up last night in Houston as well. Um, Right. His expected ERA is 3.27 and his FIP is 3.41. So he is having a very good year. Um, I do, I want to, here's what I want to do. I want to switch it over to just American League starting pitching. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Garrett Cole is a name. He's having a really good year. Um, Shane Bieber's kind of been bang, banged up a little bit, but very similar numbers uh, to um, Bassett. Um, you know, the, the only thing that's kind of really hurting Bassett is he's not going to dominate you. He's at 9.3, uh, strikeouts per nine, which is pretty good, but you know, you can argue he hasn't even been the best, uh, starter in his own rotation. Sean Manai has been really good. Uh, even Cole Irvin's been good, um, in 101 innings. His ERA is at three and a half. So I would say though, at, at this point in time, um, and I know with Cy Young, you can kind of throw team success out the window. I mean, we've seen it mm-hmm. in the past with Zach Granke in the in the Royals, uh, Felix Rodriguez in the Mariners, and I believe both those years those guys had losing pitching records, uh, but yep. still won the Cy Young. Um, but you know, there's also this guy named uh, Shohei Otani who's been having a fantastic year uh, and pitching and hitting, um, but. I am gonna I'm gonna switch my guess, and I so I'm admitting I was wrong. Even though Bassett is having a good year, I'm gonna go with my guy Kyle Gibson. I think he sustains really? what he's been doing. He's six and zero, oh, ninety five and two thirds innings. Um, he's got a one point nine eight ERA. Uh, he's been really good, and I just think that he's uh, he's a guy that can continue to do that. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll think. I think that Kyle Gibson has a real good shot at winning the AL Cy Young this year. Hopefully, he's a giant in the next thirty days. That'd be nice. Yeah, I was going to add that on there. You know, hopefully, Farhan's paying attention to uh, Kyle Gibson as well. But okay, well, for for me, man, I'm calling this one a loss out the gates. I'm not even going to try to defend it. Uh, Lucas Giolito for the AL Cy Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was feeling really good about that. I believe a couple of the other you know admins in the Giants chatter. Yeah, we're with me on this one, but yeah, he, he's just, you know, he's getting up the long ball, you know, a, a lot this year. You know, he's, he's not keeping it anybody in the yard. I mean, for the basic numbers, he's six and six ERA of 4.20, just not good. The, the only thing that's that he's, he's meeting by his standards is his strikeouts. He's got 116 strikeouts and in, in 98 innings, which is, which is good. Really good. But, yeah. but you know, again, it's, it's like you said with Bassett. You know, he's not even the best pitcher on this team right now. You know, Lance Lance Lynn is he's he's been better. Like it's not not really not really close. And then you got a guy like Carlos Rodon who's who's been really good as well. And I I, I don't know, man. Like I was uh I was really drinking that Kool Aid come come into the year, but but if if I'm gonna switch it up, which I definitely am, um, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna roll with uh, his teammate Lance Lynn. You know, he's okay. Yeah, nine and three, nine and three right now. You know, one point nine nine ERA, hundred five strikeouts and ninety ninety innings to his credit. So similar numbers there. But you know, I, I look at I look at that that White Sox team, and you know, they're you know, I'm really high on them. I have them going to the World Series and stuff, but they're one of those teams that they're going to throw in big games. So they're going to, you know, get, get that attention and, and, and recognition. And, you know, a guy like Otani, you know, I'm very curious to see how he uh, continues throughout, throughout the year. Cause the angels have been very careful with him, you know, in terms, in terms of pitching, he's been a lot of every day hitting, but you know, they've been pretty careful with him, you know, pitching. I believe when the season started, they were only throwing him like once every like, seven or eight days like they like yeah. they were they were, they were spacing him out big time trying to be careful yeah and uh so he he's in the he's in the discussion too but then guys like you know garrett cole you know he's he struggled a little bit you know the last few weeks you know ever since they started uh you know cracking down on uh the sticky stuff out there so i think it's tough with Lance Lynn because he's 34. <laughs> you know, that that's the only thing that's kind of holding me back on, on this. But, you know, sinker baller, you know, the strikeout stuff is there. You know, everybody strikes strikes people out now. That's the name of the game. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Lance Lynn, that's who I'm rolling with now. Okay. I like that. Sold pick. Um, National League. Now, this one, I uh, I still am, uh, you know, confident he's going to finish with a really good year. We all know that Walker Bueller is a really good pitcher. He's 8-1, and one, has a 2-4-9 ERA through 108 in the third innings in his 17 starts. So he stayed healthy this year. I know that's kind of been a question mark the last couple of years. 107 strikeouts to 24 walks. He's been really good. Um, and I would say uh, top to bottom, he's been, you know, LA's best starter in a really crowded rotation but you know I'm looking at like his overall numbers here and he's the ninth best pitcher in the National League and obviously at the top you have guys like Brandon Woodruff, Max Scherzer, Kevin Gosman, Jacob DeGrom um, who have all been really really good. I, I think the obvious choice here would be Jacob DeGrom Although he has been pulled uh, early from probably like three or four starts, um, you know, I, and I, I, I have no problem with Jacob DeGrom. I think he's great for the game. I love watching him pitch. He's that good. He's that dominant. I don't have anything like personal against him. Like he's not a Dodger or anything. So I hope he stays healthy because um, he's having a historic season. He's ERA. And I know this is before today. I know he gave up two earned today. So he's probably just over one. But going into today's start against the Brewers, which it was him and Corbin Burns, that's a hell of a start. Um, yeah, it is. He, our matchup. He was 7-2 and two with a .95 ERA. It's ridiculous. The only thing is he's thrown 85 innings, and that was before today. So right. I know he's just over uh, 90 innings now. So as long as Jacob DeGrom can finish the season healthy, I think he's going to be a runaway Cy Young Award winner. Um but, man, if you want to talk about, like, guys who have been able to start every game, our own guy, Kevin Gosman's right there. 8-3, and three, 174 ERA through 108 and two-thirds innings, 124 strikeouts, 27 walks. He's just been really good. Really, really, really good. He's perfected that fastball split combo. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Jacob DeGrom's the easy selection here as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, you know, there's not much I can really add to that because Walker Buehler was my pick as well for the NL Cy yeah, Young. True. So I'm totally with you on this. Um, yeah, like the, the NL. I mean, l- look at the Mets rotation. You know, between Degrom, Tom Walker, Mark Stroman. Like, and the Tom Walker one really gets me because I was praying the Giants would take a flyer on him in the offseason, and they he's didn't. Been, he's been really good. I, I know, man. I piss me off every time I see him pitch. <laughs> but, but yeah, like it's just all these great arms in the national league this year, even a guy like Max Scherzer, who hasn't been great this year. I mean, 2.10 ERA, you know, his, you know, strikeouts 127 and 94 innings. I mean, this he's 36 man. And he's still doing, doing it big on a, on an underperforming nationals team up to, to this point. So, so yeah, like the competition up there is really stiff. You know, even I'll only leave out guys like you Darvish and Desclafani who are, who are down there too. 
you know, just ha- just having great years. And, and the Brewers, too. Like we can talk about, you know, you talk about Woodruff and Corbin Burns. Freddie Peralta's right there, too. Yeah, true. Yeah, and, and, and that's it's just pitching is, is where it's been, you know, in the National League so far this year. But, but like you said, there's this – you got DeGrom putting up all those video game numbers right now. And if – and I don't like to predict injuries like that. You know, that's stupid. I don't have a crystal ball in front of me and the Mets are being very careful with them. So yeah, I mean, Bueller, Bueller could do it. It's not out of the realm of possibility. We could both be right, but yeah, I'm with you. If I had to pick right now, it had to be Jacob DeGrom. It'd have to be. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. So those were our Cy Young predictions and reassessments. So, Let's move into the and I picked the wrong freaking thing on my, my or the tab on the computer. Let's go into uh, the American League MVP talk. And so let me get here. Um, this one's a little interesting because I think my guy's having a really solid year still, but um, the power numbers um, have not. Uh, you know, showed up like I thought they were going to. I had Tim Anderson winning the American League MVP this year, and I love Tim Anderson. He is, I, I said, he is my favorite player in baseball um, right now, like for these last two seasons. Um, he's been healthy enough, 70 games played. Um, he's still hitting th- 298. Uh, he's slugging 411. But, yeah, he's he's got six home runs, 28 RBIs, um, 49 runs. He does have 14 stolen bags. So he's having a good season. Is he having a great season, especially one that's going to, um, you know, garner a, an American League MVP? No, he's not. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, we go back to the, the big board, and I'm looking at everybody else here in the American League, and there are some guys that are having, uh, like, huge seasons. Like, Vlad Guerrero Jr. has finally broken through, and he is having a season like – this is what we expected from him. I think the kid's 22 now. He's still a baby. Um, 83 games, 28 home runs, 71 RBIs, a 336 average, a 436 on base, and he's slugging 678. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. We've, we've kind of gotten into the WRC Plus this year where the league average is 100 of weighted runs created. He's at 194. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost God. twice as good as the league average. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah he's um, insane. And he's walking. He's almost he's walking over at fourteen percent clip. Um, I, I the other the other like MVP name that sticks out to me though, and we've just seen him everywhere is Shohei Otani. I mean, he's just been mm-hmm. unreal. Thirty. I think he had his thirty second home run today, uh, in his eighty fourth game. 68 this is before today and i know he went yard twice 31 bombs 68 rbis uh he's hitting 276 with a 362 on base percentage um he's just been incredible uh if you factor in his pitching as well so um i think for me personally because i've been kind of a vlad guy the last couple years i've had him on my fantasy teams multiple times and i'm just pulling for him personally um but I think it's going to be really hard to not give, as long as he stays healthy, the American League Most Valuable Player Award to Shohei Otani. Um, I want it to be Vlad, but it's going to be Otani, as long as he stays healthy. And they're making the show all about Shohei these days. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. A pre- that's a pretty safe uh, bet right there, my man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my uh, AL MVP prediction was for Aaron Judge. And, you know, he's not having a bad year. You know, he's 285, you know, 19 homers, 44 RBIs, you know, OPS and 900. I mean, he's, ha- he's having a-, a fine year, and he hasn't really been hurt. I mean, that was one of the concerns I, I had with him. Like, he's had 291 at-bats. I think-, I think he was out for, like, a-, a week. But for a guy who's had a pretty good pattern of getting hurt o- over the years and missing time with, with that rib injury – and whatnot, you know, he stayed fairly healthy by his standards. So the issue with him and, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you got Otani on, on the Angels who is kicking ass, but they're not a good team at all. And 
But I feel like the Yankees underperforming right now has, has kind of hurt Aaron Judge. Like he's kind of fell in, in the into the background, like a lot of guys have with Otani busted on the scene. But still, I you know I can't really say he's having a, a bad year at 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 this point. You know he's um, yeah, like I say he's in two eighty five. You know OBP of you know three seventy eight, five twenty two slugging. You know that's you know, that's about. I mean that's a that's a I say that's a little low for him, but. Because I, I see him as a 40, 45 home home run a year guy, you know, in, yeah. in that park. If he, if he were to stay healthy, so yeah, he's you know he, he's there. But I think for him, for my prediction to come true, the Yankees are going to make a, a solid move up in the standings and you know make a little noise in in the second half. But yeah, like I would, I, I'm with you. Like I, I'd love to see Vlad Jr. You know, get it. You know, he's made big strides, you know, from his game last year to this year. And he looks like a different guy out there. Like, I think he's lost, he lost like 30 to 40 pounds in the off, yeah. in the off season. Yeah. And like, and I love, I love seeing that, you know, I love seeing a young guy like that who really gives a damn and, and was, and was out there, you know, trying to improve his game when he was already a, a very highly touted, uh, you know, young player for, for for the Blue Jays. You know, we hear from our buddy Chris all the time. You know, giving us constant updates about Vlad Jr. and all those guys really in the Blue Jays lineup. But yeah, he looks like a, a different guy. So same same with you. Like I'm pulling for him hard. And if the Blue Jays, who are kind of hovering around that 500 mark, if they can make some sort of a move, that could clip him over over Otani because I don't see the Angels doing doing anything. But you know, I'm kind of he's kind of read the headlines a little bit and but <laughs> it's all about Shohei Otani these days yeah. and yeah. and for rightfully so I mean super impressive you know for a guy the who's starting you know starting pitching and you know hitting 32 home runs up to this point it's just Today it's phenomenal yeah. yeah his OPS is over a freaking thousand you know like it's it's just it's unreal what he's doing and it's great for the game so yeah, yeah. Right now, I had to give it to to Otani if we we're ended it right now. But like you, praying that you know Vlad get, at least get, gets a look because I don't think my boy Aaron Judge will. So yeah, for sure. Um, so let's shift over to the National League. I, um, I mean, I lost myself again. Here we go. I had Freddie Freeman, the first baseman uh, for the Atlanta Braves, uh, winning the National League MVP. I believe he won it last year too, right? Um, yes. So he got off to a really slow start, which is unlike him. He's been kind of the model of consistency for National League first baseman over the last, you know, five years or so. Um, But he's kind of gotten it going. And although he's not having an MVP type season, he's having a very good season. 84 Mm -hmm. games, uh, 17 home runs. He has – I lost myself again. 46 (laughs) RBIs. So (laughs) – and he's got he's got that average up to 268, which is very respectable. Um, love Freddie Freeman, great glove as well over there at first base. He has finally gotten it going, um, so he's going to end up having a really good Freddie Freeman type season. Do I think he's going to win the National League MVP? No, I don't. I think the great thing about the NL is they're actually like legitimate multiple options. I mean, you could talk about Ronald Acuna, you could talk about Juan Soto. Um, I mean, you could, you could even bring like Trey Turner's having a great year in Washington, but I think the safe bet. And again, this is another guy that people push just like, just like Otani in the American league. It's Fernando Tatis jr. In the national league. And he's only, he's only played, he's, he's only played in like 70 games this year. Um, Cause he did have that shoulder scare back earlier in the season, but my God, right. dude. 27 home runs already, 58 RBI, 66 runs. He's hitting 300. Um, he's just – he's when he's in that lineup, he's unreal, and he's hitting leadoff most nights for him or in the two-hole. I know him and Cronenworth kind of uh, switch up in that San Diego lineup at the top of the order. But, yeah, I, I think as long as he is on the field, moving forward the rest of the way, it's going to be Tatis and – it kind of just ties in. I just want to say this real quick. I love seeing all these former players, kids just being studs. I know Bo Bichette's not having a like fantastic year in Toronto, but mm-hmm. he's really good. Um, obviously Vlad jr. We mentioned uh, Tatis jr. We mentioned Cabrian Hayes in Pittsburgh. Who's the great yes. Charlie Hayes's kid. He's having a yeah. great year as well. Um, 
you know, Pittsburgh may be awful as a team, but they do have a couple <laughs> of pieces. They're not, they like they dudes. have they have some dudes in that lineup. Um, Absolutely. So it's it's fun seeing all these young. I mean, Mondesi in Kansas City. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been kind of cool seeing all the young sons of these former players that are, you know, really on their way to being the face of baseball soon. Yeah, and how can you forget grandsons, Mike Ustrimsky? Doing some big things. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) That's okay. That's good assessment there because, yeah, I mean, we can't really ignore Fernando Tatis Jr. and what he's doing right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, if if he – we were picking right now, he would would probably get it. But, you know, I'm not giving up on my pick, though, which was Juan Soto. And – Oh, yeah. He's got some freaking work to do <laughs> because like that whole nationals team, they all started very, very slow. They have a, they have a lot of moving pieces in that lineup that Kyle Schwarber, who has got hot. Then he got hurt. Of course, Starling Castro, Josh Bell, you know, Trey Turner missed a little time. You know, they just kind of stumbled out, out the gates, but they've been picking it up as of late. They're only five back now in that week. NL East, they got, they got swept by the Dodgers. But so that kind of derailed him a little bit. But Soto himself, though, I mean, he's gotten that average back up to 277, only 10 home runs. That's a little curious to me, you know. But again, like I said, the, those guys haven't been killing it around him all year exactly. So, yeah, he can go. He's, he's not, a guy, too, that could go on a crazy streak and hit, he can hit you know, 10 in a week. To 20 after the, you know, all star break. So, yeah, he, he he could average a home run a day, day for a week if he gets hot, just like Schwarber yeah, did. Yeah. But yeah, 39 RBIs, yeah, OPS of 832. So, you know, yeah, he's not knocking my socks off there, but like you just said, it's it's there. And if the if the Nationals can make him make a move, the league are, is already a bit big on him. You know, they're they're an East Coast team, and it's it's still it's right there for him. And like you were saying, that's the thing about Tatis, you know, he's playing out here. People aren't even watching him play, you know, over on the East coast. And he's still, you know, getting all this, you know, praise and attention just like Otani is. And yeah. So, and baseball gets criticized all the time, you know, for not pushing its young stars and stuff. And which is true. They haven't. I mean, look at, look at Mike Trout for God's sakes, but, but yeah. So I, yeah, I would have to go with Tatis Jr. Right now as well. I think, I think most would, but, I'm not giving up on, on, on Juan Soto quite yet. Okay. Quite yet. I I think he could still still make a push and just, just like just like I mean all, all these other guys, you know, Ronald Acuna, you know, he junior like he had a, a bit of a slow start and the Braves aren't playing well, you know. Yeah. Freddie Freeman, like you said, had struggled behind him. So there's there's a lot of guys who could who can maybe make a late run, but yeah, it's gonna be hard to do if the Padres keep doing what they're doing. The Say Hey Podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. For sure. Um, all right, let's move along. Of course, like I said, we're, we're going longer than I wanted to, but that's all right. We'll try, we'll try and zoom through the rest of this. But now we're let's move there. on to our division winners. So we had their six divisions, obviously, in Major League Baseball. We all predicted who we thought would win those divisions. So um, I'll try to get through these in like 
two minutes total. So out of the American League West, I had Oakland. I had the A's. I really like that A's uh, roster. Um, currently, they're in Houston playing uh, Houston, and the Astros are kind of taking it to them right now. The Astros are in first place with a 53-33 and 33 record. The A's are in second with 49-38 and 38 record. They're four and a half games behind Houston. Uh, Houston's red hot right now. They won five straight. I know they had that really long streak a couple weeks ago where I think they won like 11 in a row. Um, but you know what? I'm going to be bold here, and I'm going to stick with Oakland. I think they make a strong second-half surge. Maybe they go get a, They could go get a Nelson Cruz. Uh, our buddy Josh Ferris thinks that – they can go get Nelson Cruz and add that, you know, consistent guaranteed power to that lineup. Uh, so I'm going to stick with the A's winning the West. Um, in the AL Central, I picked the Chicago White Sox to win that. I, let's not waste time. They're going to win that division. They have an eight-game lead currently over the Cleveland Indians. Uh, yeah. So White Sox. I'm sticking with that. I look smart with that finally. Uh, the American <laughs> League East. I did something I never do. I picked the New York Yankees. I regret it. <laughs> they are 43 and 41 right now, nine and a half games out. Um, the Boston Red Sox, man, I don't get it. They're 54 and 33, uh, best record in the National League, uh, second best record in baseball, percentage wise, right behind the Giants. It's I, I don't I don't get it. I've been saying I don't think they can sustain this, but you know what? They have. Uh, the Red Sox have been really good. Tampa Bay's three games back. And then, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays, who I was high on, they're nine games back, just barely ahead of the Yankees. So, mm-hmm. you know, barring a huge collapse, and I, I don't know if Tampa Bay can, you know, hold the, that lead or, you know, if they got it, hold that lead. So Boston's been really good. I, I, I don't even know what to say on that one. I know that the uh, Rays brought up Brujan today who – you pair him with Franco, you I mean that could yep. be a fun roster in the middle of the infield next couple years for Tampa. So I guess I'll stick with Boston. They've just been good. So um, go ahead and do your AL teams, Rob, and then we'll move right. on to the National League. Yeah, well, there's not much I can really add on because I had all the same ones you did. Okay. Uh, yeah, but with yeah with the A's, you know, they're, start, they're starting pitching. You know, they went through a, a, lot, a lot of injuries, you know, earlier this year. You know, they lost, you know, they lost Lozardo. You know, they had who a lot of people thought could could make a run at the Cy Young this year. I mean, people were were that high on him, but yeah, I mean he he's been out. Um, it's just uh, they're they're just one of those teams where you know they're they're gonna get get hot here in in July and August, and they've been kind of up up and down. Like I said earlier, they started one and eight, and they're at 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 the spot now at forty nine and thirty eight. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to jump off their their wagon yet because I like their sustainability a little more than than I do the Astros because they have a very good bullpen and you know the starting pitching you know they're getting healthier so and like you said you know Billy Bean very very smart man like he will he will make a good move at at the deadline you know you can almost you know guarantee that. So, can I jump in real they, quick? I don't want I don't want to steal your thunder. Like Matt Olson's going to get some AL MVP votes. That guy has yes, consistently yes. hit for power and he's finally hitting for average this year. He is money. Matt Olson. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, can't, sorry. Can't dis- cannot dispute that. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, got the A's there. Yeah, moving on. I had the White Sox as well. Not going to waste our time there. We love the White Sox. Everybody else yep. sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, same thing. I, I, I had the Yankees this year. I didn't see them. They're, especially their bullpen. I didn't see their bullpen struggling so bad. You know, Chapman, you know, he missed a little time, and he hasn't been great either. And, you know, Garrett Cole has – Pitched pretty well. He struggled last last week, but other than that, man, they you know Domingo Herman has not pitched well. Uh, it's just been dude, dude's kind of shuffling in, in and out of, of that rotation, and yeah, you know they're just kind of in, in a bad way right now. You know, like I said, Judge is doing well. You know, you know, good on him. DJ LeMayu is taking a bit of a step of a step back this year. You know, but. That doesn't mean you know that other guys have had, had horrible years. Like Glaber Torres, he's he's underperformed. We all we you know we know that. Uh, you know, John Carl Stanton, the captain of inconsistency, inconsistency right there. Thank God the Giants didn't do that. Yeah. And he can't put, and he doesn't even own a glove. And you know, Gary Sanchez, he's probably the most improved player on that team this year. He's having a phenomenal year. So, can they make a run? Absolutely. But Luke Voigt's getting don't... hot too. 
and Luke Voigt, who just got back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see them making up nine games between with that division, Toronto, Tampa, and Boston. You know, we won't talk about Baltimore, but but I think I think I'm with you, man. I gotta stick with Boston. Like I think Tampa Bay losing Tyler Glass now, that's huge, man. Because huge. he because other than that, I mean, they have a bunch of openers for the most part. You know, they are that's how they roll. But he was such a big part of giving their bullpen a, a day of rest. And now, like you said, you know, they're you know, they bring up got you know guys like Frank, like, like Wanda Franco, and coming up. And I don't, I don't think that they wanted to do that. I think they're kind of pushing the pink button a little bit, but I, I don't put it past them to make a a big trade there. You know, at the deadline, they're, again, they're they're a smart team. You know, they know how to. Yeah, you know, well their pieces. Yeah, very well ran. Just like the Giants, just like the A's, just like the Dodgers. You know, they know how to, you know, get the guys for for, for their system. Like very under the radar moves, but you know, I gotta kind of, kind of write out with with Boston, I think too, because I think the the loss of Tyre Glass now is is massive. You know, that's gonna be tough to overcome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's move on to the National League. Uh, we've, we talk about all the time. We, we already know, everybody knows how we feel about the National League West. Uh, I hate it. Uh, I think Los Angeles just has too much and they will overtake this division and still win it. Um, the National League Central, and that is who I picked. I, st- I picked the Dodgers to win it. Uh, the National uh-huh. League Central uh, is a little weird for me because I, I picked the Cardinals and they've been, um, although they've taken first the first two in this giant series right now, they're a game under 500. They're eight games back of the Milwaukee Brewers, who were red hot until they've lost three in a row. Um, I just feel like nobody wants this division. It's weird. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the, you know, I, I think St. Louis's lineup is, you know, good enough to contend. I just don't trust their starting pitching depth. And I feel like they have had statistically like the best closer in baseball this year in Reyes. But the bullpen leading up to that is kind of a big question mark. So they would have to address the bullpen and the starting rotation to really make a run. Um, and I just don't see it. I, I, I reluctantly am taking Milwaukee to continue and hold on to that. Just just because of Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. Uh, you know, you have those two very, very good arms. Um, and, you know, you expect them to win every time they're out there. So um, had St. Louis, I'll take Milwaukee now. And then in the East – well, nobody wants to win the National League East either. <laughs> I had I had the Washington Nationals before the season. I know Brooks did as well. And they got hot uh, for about two weeks, and then they've kind of, you know, they ran into the Dodger, you know, chainsaw. Um, they are in fourth place. They're 41 and 43, but they're only five back. Um, you know, I still think top to bottom, the Nationals have – the best roster in the East. And I know that's controversial because a lot of people would say, well, it's the Braves or, you know, the Mets starting pitching has been really good. I'm going to be bold here and I'm going to say the nationals get hot in the second half and they pull out this division somehow. So I'm going to stick with my guns on that. I'm going to take the Nats in the national league East. So who you got in the NL Rob? Okay. Well, I got the Dodgers. Yeah. No need to talk about that. They're the best team, but I, you know, I had the uh, Cardinals as well, you know, in, in the central and yeah, you talked about their starting pitching depth, and yeah, you know, losing Jack Flaherty that sucks. Oh yeah, Miles Miles McCullis, you know, he's out, and I think they're missing a few a few other guys too. So it, it hasn't been pretty, and people talk about how their lineup's not producing, but neither is their starting pitching. Like they've just really underperformed for a team of, you know, of, of their standard on paper at, at least, and not entirely their fault with it with the injuries, but you know, and sh- you know, sure as hell they beat the Giants the last two days, you know, because that's that's how it goes, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I don't see them making up eight games on Milwaukee. There's just too many holes, and Milwaukee's. Yeah, you talk about Milwaukee starting pitching. You know, their their bull their bullpen is has been nails as well. You know, Josh like Hader, they're, they're, yeah. they're yeah. I mean, those guys, they're they're not a team that hits the hits the crap out of the ball or anything like that. But they they do just enough, and yeah. So I don't think Milwaukee gives that division up. There's just not there's not enough coming at them. Like, well, and there's no way there's no way Christian Yelich like has a full season of struggles, right? Like he has not been very good this year. 
no, any truth be told, he wasn't that good last year either. That's true. You know, That's true. and and I I have some theories on that, but you know, I don't want to you know get into <laughs> okay. that right now. Uh, Christian Yelich, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, we were all kind of looking at the Cubs, you know, like uh, like even two weeks ago when they know at the Dodgers. Remember that? Yeah, you know, it seems yeah. like ten years ago now. It does, and they they yeah. haven't won like anything since anything period so now they're looking at being sellers at the at, at the deadline so yeah and that's if you're a brewers fan like you're looking back and you see the cardinals and the cubs down there eight eight and a half games back and the reds are behind you yeah you're not sweating that so yeah gotta stick with, with milwaukee there and in the east like you i did have the nationals you know i had juan soto win an mvp and you know i've Love their rotation coming into the year. Yeah, I didn't see Patrick Corbin being so bad. You know, I didn't see Scherzer. You know, you know, missing missing time like he hasn't. You know, Strasburg hasn't pitched at all, right? You know, he's he's been out. He threw like the first week, and I th- I think he got hurt in the first game of the year. But he's yeah he's supposed to be back in the next couple of weeks. I do know he's, that he he's supposed to. But you know, with them, yeah great team on paper i'm with you like on paper they are i think they are the best team in, in that division people could, could say the braves you know with acuna and you know freddie freeman and ozzy albies ozzy albies been so good all-star i i i know he's he's been killing it and but the Bra- the the braves i feel like they're relying on on max freed a little bit too much to to, to give to give them you know big time starts and cover for their bullpen because every other game their, their bullpen's go getting getting used a lot like yeah. yeah charlie morton has their number two right now he's and he's been decent this year but you know they have some holes to fill i think before they you know make, make a run you know at at this division because as much as i i hate the new york mets they're the most frustrating team of all time you know i hate watching them i've always hated betting on them because they ever do what i want them to do but man with that rotation right now and i always say it the other day you know Pitching, that's what gets it done. Even now, even now in the era of the home run and everybody hitting all these homers, you know, if Jacob DeGrom can stay healthy, like I said, I'm not going to predict injuries on here. And Marcus Stroman and Tom Walker and all these other guys can stay solid. And if their lineup can just do anything at all, you know, if Pete Alonso can kind of, you know, find his form from the last couple of years and, you know, even under Francisco Lindor, he's done absolutely nothing. Nothing. That guy sucks. If, this year. if they put up three runs, you know, there's probably a 65% yes. chance they're going to win that game. Yes. And their, their lineup, I mean, that it should be better. You know, Francisco Lindor should not be hitting around 200. I'm sorry. He'll get you going. Know, he has to. He, he has to. And then guys like a guy like Jeff McNeil, who just got back, you know, Paul, you know, you know Michael Conforto, like they, they got enough in that lineup. So I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think the Mets are going to hang on to this one. Okay. Yeah. Unless, yeah, if something happens to to Degrom, like they could be in some trouble. But you know what? They score like two runs a game when he pitches, anyways. So it's not gonna really matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our division winners the rest of the way. Uh, let's get through the wild card matchups real quick. So, um, I had in the American League wild card game, I predicted the Toronto Blue Jays and the <laughs> Minnesota Twins, and the Twins have been. Arguably the biggest disappointment in baseball this year. Um, like I said, I think the A's find a way to come out with the West. Um, but Houston's very good still. I think they are a lock for at least a wild card spot. So I'll give them one of those wild card spots. And then, you know, I just, like you said, Tampa losing glass now really hurts. Um, that lineup is really you know putting a lot of faith in their two huge prospects that they brought up recently um, yes i know they have kiermaier i know they have a rosarena um but i just i i think if toronto can go out and get a starting pitcher in this uh at this deadline i really like toronto's um longevity through the second half of the season uh so i'm gonna go houston and toronto in the wild card game and that would be a hell of a lot of fun uh, in in those nine innings, Houston and Toronto mm-hmm. take the okay. Over. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, I'll, I'm with you, and yeah, yeah, funny, yeah, I have Houston and Toronto as well in in the wild card game, and you did before the I'm season started. 
Y- yes, I yes I did. Okay. Right. Astros, I got it right here. <laughs> I believe it. And and yeah, like I think Houston's too too good not 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 to get one one of those spots. And uh, yeah, I I I wasn't to- I wasn't totally sure how how the how the Rays would bounce back this year. I didn't think this would I didn't think Glasnow would get hurt. And they're still right there. Like I mean, they could totally do this. I mean, they are ahead, they are ahead of, of of the Blue Jays. But you know, I think. I mean Toronto's lineup. You know, you know Kevin Biggio. He's been cold and hurt the whole first half. Yeah, like you said, Boba Shed struggled, but yet yeah. they're still they're still kind of right there. Like they're like they're in the hunt. Randall Grichik's had a great year. Randall Grichik, you know Tiasca Hernandez. Like yeah. I mean they've been, of course you know Vlad Junior. We raved about him earlier, and even even their rotation. You know a guy like Ross Stripling. He's been up and down, but you know I think he's a reli- he's a reliable arm. You know. You know, in in, a, in in most rotations, he's had a bad year so far. But I'm not totally down on him. You know, Unjin Ryu, you know, the old Dodger, you know, out there playing softball with guys, and <laughs> had a bad start his last time out. But you know, that's a guy right there where I'm. I'm wishing the Giants would have found a way to you know bring him in because man, he is, you know, he could, God, he could have Johnny Cueto's spot right now, and I'd be so freaking happy. But you know, he's he's been quality, and R- Robbie Ray, you, you know, a, a, another guy who I thought would get destroyed. I think I said before the season started, you know that yeah, that that dude's gonna get killed in the AL East, but he's he's pitched great. You know, yeah. his ERA yeah. thing is like is in the high twos or, or low low threes right now. So I'm I'm get, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt big time right now, just because I, I I picked them before the season started to be in this wild card game. But and I think George the whole Springer's got to get going eventually, right? George, yeah, who missed a lot of time. George Springer yeah. missed a lot of time, yeah. and their bullpen are like like John Romano and you know you know Jerry Jerry May- Mayweather. You know, guys, they can replace these arms. You know, you know the bullpen arms are pretty. Those are doable fixes at the deadline, so they can mm-hmm. they can you know you know call a team like the Royals who have a ton of bull, bullpen depth. You know, and you know. You know, pick up some some of those guys. So I think there's enough out there for them to hold on and get into this wild card game. And they're not th- they're not there yet, but I don't see enough out there for them for me to forfeit that prediction. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you, Toronto, Houston. Okay, National League. Um, this one I'm not like as embarrassed about like because I was with the twins for the American League but I had Padres Braves now the Braves are a team that could absolutely get hot and still sneak into the wild card I'm very confident in the Padres Um, obviously you know how I feel about the National League West I think it's you know the the best division in baseball even though you know Colorado and Arizona suck I, I do think the best three teams in the National League are all in the National League West uh so I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with the Padres, but I'm going to slip in our Giants there instead of the Braves. And this is why this is important. Um, we've seen the atmosphere that Petco Park has. Um, the Giants need to finish ahead of San Diego. I do not want to go to San Diego for a one-game wild-card playoff. Uh, you know, winner moves on, loser goes home, obviously, in, in early October. I don't want that. So, if the Giants can finish ahead of uh, the Padres – you know, get them at Oracle Park. Hopefully it's Kevin Gosman lined up. Um, I'll take Gosman against any of their starters. Um, I know Joe Musgrove's had a great year. He's been really good. Um, but and we haven't even – we didn't even mention you, Darvish. Like, name-wise, hey. <laughs> name-wise, yeah. I mean, San Diego's loaded in the rotation. But yeah, um, like I'm so. going Pods, Giants. Hopefully it's at Oracle. Um, yeah, that's my National League wildcard update. So Yeah, and I had the Padres – Playing, playing the Braves, you know that was my prediction, and like you, I am kicking the Braves out because how can I not, you know, put in our Giants there in that game? And uh, again, like I don't, I don't see the Giant, the Giants hanging on to this first place spot. I just don't. I I hope they do. God, please, because I do not want to go to Oracle Park or I don't I don't want to play that walk game at all. You know, ever like that, that that is some that's anxiety like we know how right it there. is. We have played yeah, we, yeah, we, that we it. Pl- pl- plenty of times, you know, twice, three times. But man, yeah, yeah. I I don't even 
I, I, and I was trying to figure out ways before we started how I could keep the Braves in there and somehow boot the Padres out, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so no. yeah, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the Padres and the giants, you know, until, unless something crazy happens, you know, the giants have a lot of holes. I'm going to say that right now. The giants have holes mm-hmm. and we are seeing them right now. They are an old team and I'm not, like I said, I don't predict injuries, but they are injured right now. They have guys out and they need to find a way to, get Evan Longoria, Brandon Belt, Buster Posey healthy for August and September. I don't know what, what that's going to take, but if they don't do that, I don't believe there's enough out there to, re- to replace that many, that many guys in the lineup. I mean, Posey's, Posey's fine. Like I'm not totally worried. I'm not worried about Posey, but Longoria and Belt worry me because they are hurt all the time and they can maybe replace one of those guys. I believe they could get a guy like Joey Gallo or Trey Mancini, but yeah. And, but I think right now, I think the Padres, even because with all those starters being hurt, I don't see how they get worse where they've been. Like they've relied a lot on the U Darvishes and Joe Musgroves and, you know, Blake Snells, you know, they're basically pitching with, with the three man rotation lately. You know, they got, they got that Weathers guy who's been in and out, you know, and Paddock's been in and out. Lamette's been in and out. So it's weird because I, I, I know, I feel more confident that, that the Padres will be there than the Giants. It makes, it's, it's weird because I feel like they're a more, they're a more complete team, but, yeah. but the Giants, they have the lead on them right now. So just tread they need water. To find, Giants just got to yeah, tread water. Just stay, stay ahead of them. Please stay ahead of them and make that game at Oracle Park. I agree. I, I 100% agree. Like I started off with, I think the home field advantage in that game is huge. So stay ahead, make it an Oracle. Man, Jays, Astros, Pods, Giants, that would be – baseball would love that. That would be a heck of a, a oh, be wild huge. card four right there. So let's move on quickly because we got to wrap. We've <laughs> we gone way too long. World Series matchup. I think we had the same matchup. So maybe we can tag team on this and just talk together. Um if you're okay with that. Uh, sure. I had Dodgers White Sox. Did you have Dodgers White Sox? No. Oh, oh, I forgot. Who did you have? I had Cardinals White Sox. All right. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So I'm going to stick with mine. I, I still think okay. it's LA and Chicago. Are you going to, are you going to switch to LA and Chicago? Uh, I don't want to. I just, but, you know, I, I think. Yeah, I'm going we, to. Yeah. Okay. The Dodgers, top to bottom, they're there. The White Sox, you know, um, they're going to get Luis Robert back eventually. They're going to get Eloy mm-hmm. Jimenez back. And they have this, what, eight game lead, like I said, over Cleveland right now. And they're not even fully healthy. And I think, uh, what's what's the guy's name? They got hurt. Madrigal. I think he, he got hurt as well. And he's not. Oh, Madrigal. Yeah. Nick, Nick yeah, Madrigal. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I still really like Chicago top to bottom in the American League. So, I am going Dodgers White Sox, and unfortunately, I'm going to stick with the Dodgers winning it all and repeating. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you because <laughs> keep the members around, Rob. Keep the listeners. Keep yes, the listeners. I, I don't want to lose everybody, but I know I'm with. <laughs> I really believe this, man. The White Sox are a very good team. I know Tony Larusa is one crazy bat out of hell, and he is, but. Yeah, like you said, like, and you didn't even mention Lucas Giolito sucking big time by his standard. Like, if he, Lance if he can Lynn figure it out, picked up the slack though, dude. Lance Lynn, you know, Carlos, Carlos Rodon, Rodon and, mm-hmm. and Lucas Giolito can be a three man rotation. Dylan Cease has been good too, though, for the most Dylan part. Cease, yes. Part. Yeah. yeah. Dylan Cease, has, has, he's been solid. I think he's seven and four, seven and five. Yeah. You know, doing, yeah. doing real good as a four starter. I mean, that's, yes. that's big time. And if you, if you can get Rodon, you know, it, who's tough, tough on, on lefties, you know, he's a lefty and the Dodgers struggle against lefties. Remember that. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out a way before the White Sox can beat the Dodgers in a seven game series. I mean, it, it's possible. And if Trevor, Trevor Bauer doesn't come back and we don't know what happens with, with, with Clayton Kershaw, the, with the news that just broke up, sure everybody knows now, but he's on the IL. So the Dodgers may, may have to address that, that rotation a little bit. And their bullpen hasn't been quite as good this year. 
So I'm going to go with the White Sox in an upset over the Dodgers because I hope I hate you're those right. Guys. Dude. I hate those I hope guys. You're right. so, yeah. Okay. Um, so those are our predictions. Hey, make sure if you listen to this, you know, give us your predictions. I'll put the format in the description of the episode. Make sure you're on Giants Chatter, the ever-growing Facebook group. We are over 560 uh, members now, so that's awesome. Um, and make sure if you haven't, go back and listen to episode 41 with Kevin Cunningham. That was a great episode. We had him on talking Giants prospects, so that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'll be out uh, pretty much the entire All-Star break, uh, so hoping to record episode 43 in the not-too-distant future. Um, this was a lot of fun. Rob, uh, and uh, let's just let's go win at least three of these four heading into the break, and I'll, I'll feel pretty good. Yeah, the Giants are limping into the All Star break. It's pretty clear, you know, literally and figuratively. So get the All Star break, you know, get healthy, recoup, and you know, pick this thing up again next week when you get back because. Yeah, they need a break, and I need a break too. You know, watching this team every day, man, this is tough. You know, it, it sounds like a lot of fun, guys, but man, you know, sometimes it can be tough. It's exhausting. <laughs> All right, so I'll wrap it up for uh, say hey Doug and say hey Rob. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Go Giants. Go Giants. Don't get swept. Don't get swept. When the Giants come to town, it's bye bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done.